Hello, and welcome back to Self-Healing After Trauma. I am your host, Dr. Asher Beckwith. Unfortunately, our co-host, Kimberly Ward, is still out, and she will hopefully be back next week. So as the holidays approach, it's often a time filled with celebration and joy, but it's also a period that can bring up a lot of unexpected emotions and yes, triggers. And I, like you, have been on a roller coaster of healing and self-discovery throughout most of my life. So today, I really want to dive into this topic and talk about triggers. And so we're going to explore what they are, how they affect us, especially during the holidays, and most importantly, how we can manage them. And so today is going to be part of a two-part series. We're going to focus more on what triggers are today, and then next week, I really want to focus on how to manage them, especially as we dive into our Thanksgiving feast and into our time of winter holidays. So let's start this journey together and understand how to handle our triggers, especially as the festive lights shine around us. So what exactly is a trigger? So think about it as like an emotional time machine in your head, in your mind. And anything that abruptly sends you back to a challenging moment of your past. But remember, triggers aren't just traumatic memories. They can be embedded in other things. So, for example, they can be in our environment, you know, putting up a tree if you celebrate Christmas or, you know, lighting the candles for Hanukkah or other types of celebrations. They can be triggers. We can play music, right? And during the holidays, there might be some kind of a festive song, like, for example, Whenever I play Silent Night, it tends to bring back all kinds of memories for me growing up. Some good, some not so good. Like I have memories of being in the handbell choir at church and playing the handbells of Silent Night. I have memories of singing Silent Night with my family, with my mom. My my parents were both opera singers, so we did a lot of singing in my house. And... I also remember some not so good moments where I felt very lonely and very upset and it brought back a lot of traumatic memories of the holidays as well. So triggers can be weighted and oftentimes we think of them as negative things, but sometimes we can also have positive triggers. For the most part, though, I would say that they are normally pretty negative or at least in the way in which we think about them. But remember, triggers are things that are sneaky, right? And they can take many different forms. So especially during the holidays, there might be different traditions or even a feeling of a season that sets off an intense emotion. So triggers are really just intense emotions that can be heavily charged and can be very challenging to manage, especially as 
it feels like when they are triggered, you can go into a mode of feeling panic or sometimes overwhelm. So how do triggers affect us? So each person is really different in how they are affected by triggers. So it's really personal. So some might feel some slight discomfort and others might experience it as an intense panic attack or some kind of a, a flashback. My triggers prior to healing tended to be very, very intense. And I was reacting as I was almost back in that moment. So imagine walking through life and it's almost like an emotional minefield. Right? While some minds are absolutely harmless, others can feel like a massive explosion. And those can come up when someone says something or does something that resembles something that was challenging in the past. So recognizing your triggers, especially around this time of year, when we're indulging in different types of traditions or when we're surrounded by family uh, and folks who we might not otherwise be surrounded by, try to recognize those triggers in the moment because it means that you are becoming aware of them and awareness is going to be absolutely key to helping you to heal from them. So recognizing your triggers is number one, right? And that's really a journey inward. Knowing what your triggers are lets you start developing coping strategies such as being mindful or grounding techniques, or just simply stepping away from a triggering situation. One of the things that I've noticed as I've healed is how much other people's energy really impacts me. I could even be walking down the street now and I hear people arguing or yelling. This actually even happened to me the other day. And I felt myself clenching up. And that to me is no is a sign when my body goes into this like almost defensive kind of state then i know that i am in a triggered place so try to pay attention to what that trigger looks like for you like i know like i grip my jaw really tight i tighten my fists i tighten my shoulders you know i almost wear them like their earrings and that is an indication to me that as soon as my body reacts like that, I'm being triggered. So now I've learned to, to tune in and really acknowledge that. And anytime that that happens, I go, oh, I'm being triggered. What's going on? And then I'm able to ask myself questions and have awareness around that and say, what's happening for you right now? What's happening in your body right now? How are you feeling right now? And I can kind of like go inward and I can ask myself those questions. Those three primary questions are the ones that uh, I ask myself. And I take a little bit to just pause. The pause is so critical to dealing with triggers. If you can get yourself to pause and not just immediately react 
you know, by immediately going into panic or immediately, you know, turning and going off on someone or, you know, immediately going into hiding, however way you are responding to that. If you can pause and develop enough awareness to be able to pause, then in that pause, you can really identify what's going on for you. And then you can choose how you respond to that trigger. So, for example, as I was talking, you know, when I was walking down the street the other day and some people were like yelling and they were actually yelling at their kid, which to me is beyond triggering uh, because of my background. And so I clenched up, I asked my, and then I, I took a moment to ask myself those questions. And then I paused and I took a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I was then able to realize what was happening and that my body was reacting to the trigger And then I was able to take that energy that I felt come over me that was making me clench, just kind of brush it off, just literally take it, brush it off. And and then I was able to take some more deep breaths and I just visualized that energy just leaving. I'm just pushing it away, just sweeping it away, brushing it off. And as I did that, I felt more and more connected to the present and I was able to really come back into myself and then make a decision how I wanted to respond. So historically, I would have responded by clenching up, by trying to get away from those people as quickly as possible. And then by having that moment replay and replay and replay in my mind, probably for at least a couple of days, if not longer. And then occasionally that moment would come back and it would replay, replay in my mind. In this case, I was able to just take it. I was able to get rid of that excess energy. And then I didn't think about it until now, just as an example, but I don't feel triggered by it right now. I just have a memory of it. So that's something else to think of too is when you have a trigger, it's not just a memory anymore. It's something that almost takes on its own life. And it literally has its own energy stored within it because that energy is stored within you. And that's why you have such an an intense emotional reaction. So if we can learn to be aware, learn to to ask ourselves some questions in those moments and then learn to get rid of that energy in that moment. That will significantly help you in terms of being able to deal with those triggers. So resiliency doesn't mean erasing the triggers, right? It just means learning to live and cope with things And it doesn't necessarily mean that like the triggers are going to completely go away, but the more you practice, the more you are aware of the triggers and you're able to release that excess energy. And so then they don't become so charged, right? Part of the issue with triggers is that they become so charged that then it's hard for us to 
function in that moment. And we go back. It was like our mind goes back in that, that time to when we were initially traumatized and then we are reacting like that. And it is actually a physiological function, a function that actually happens within your brain when you are triggered and within your nervous system, as we spoke about last week and we've spoken about in the past. And so as you are able to interrupt that passage and the more you interrupt that passage, the easier it will become to just scrape that energy off and move on with the rest of your day and the rest of your holidays. So in conclusion today, I really wanna just say that during the holidays are really a complex time and they can be very emotional. And it's real important to just take some moments, take some moments to pause and be patient and be kind with yourself during this time, especially as you're potentially around people or environments or different types of things that might trigger you. So next week, we'll talk more. We've talked a little bit today, but we'll talk more about how to manage triggers. But in this week, if you can take some time to jot down some notes, or even if you just jot down one word about what's triggering with you, or triggering you, that will help you to be able to then start to identify it. And that's the key. That's the role for this week. Just take a moment and jot down what is triggering with you, you, even if it's one word. And if you have time and the ability and you feel like you want to, and you're comfortable, go for it and try to write out some journaling. Uh, entries about the trigger and what's happening with the trigger and your awareness of the trigger. It's something that requires time. So give yourself that time and that space and be compassionate with yourself as you are definitely learning. And before we say goodbye today, I just, I really wanted to share something very personal with you. So our talk about triggers might really hit close to home. I know for me, it hits really, really close to home. And I wanted to say that if this resonates with you, that I encourage you to go to www.selfhealtrauma.com and take the ACEs test. So ACEs stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences Study. And it's not really like a like your quiz. It's just a way to unlock parts of your story and to maybe understand things of how you have been shaped into the way that you are and into the beliefs and ideas and all of those th- kinds of things. So it helps to create awareness about who you are. For me, this test was life-changing and it helped me significantly to become aware. So I encourage you to jump over to www.selfhealtrauma.com and take this test today. It will only take you five minutes or less. Very easy. It's like 10 questions. So, but it's life-changing. 
And remember, looking back at our past, it's about understanding. It's not about, you know, blaming people. It's about understanding, healing, and growing. So this test could be a wonderful beginning to your journey of self-discovery or a continuation of your journey of self-discovery. Thank you as always. I wish everyone a very uh, happy and healthy season. And I also wish you a season of awareness on your healing journey. So thank you as always for allowing me and this podcast to be a part of your healing journey.